0: Log Talk Radio. George Glamond, and welcome to the Friday show. If you haven't listened to me before, and hopefully you have, and hopefully this is not the first time around the, the thing, right? Okay, so I do the show three days a week, one hour a day. I was doing it four days a week for 45 minutes, but I found that three days a week for an hour, it's going to be very efficient. So if you have any questions, you can save them up. Now, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday are the days for my show and it works out for my schedule really well to do it on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I've been thinking about doing a weekend show, but haven't got there yet. So, think, putting all that in perspective, so what I'd like to do is have you call in. Let's talk about your Thanksgiving. What kind of day you had? Did you have fun? Are you, what are you grateful for still? Let's, we, can, we can deal on that. What, what questions do you have for spirit? That's what I'm all about. With my spirit guides and what they have to say to you and what they what they want to say to you. So we'll do that, and we're going to talk about manifesting today again. I, I talk about it a lot. I'm a big student of the law of attraction. I've been working with it for some on 20 years now. And so I I like to talk about the obstacles in manifesting. And then so I have a couple articles about manifesting, how do you get what you want? You know, kind of common things, right? One article is nine tips to release control and trust the universe. Ooh, that's a biggie, right? Because that's what we're basically talking about. Another article is what it means to trust the universe and why we should. Trusting the universe, trusting God, trusting spirit to bring to us what we what are asking for. And as the articles talk about, it's just letting go, allowing the universe to bring whatever you want in your life, right? Okay, that's what we'll talk about. It's the it's the dreaded hows. Like how can that happen? When's how is that going to happen? Or the other one is when. When's that gonna happen and how can it happen? I think those are the big trip up statements that we all make. Always. So we get we get tripped up on How is it going to happen, and when is it going to happen? So we'll talk a little bit about that. I'll let my spirit guides talk to you on this subject, because I think we all get tripped up on the control part. We want it now. We we, we don't know how it's going to happen, so we get discouraged, and I don't know how this is ever going to happen for me. We get discouraged, right? So I'll let my spirit guides talk to you about that. And then what we'll do is then I have something of a fun article, too, because I always want to have some fun. It's Friday. Let's just lighten up. And so we're going to talk about movies. Movies, one of my favorite things, right? I think most people like movies. I think most people like to get lost in movies in some way, in some way, somehow. Ten movies to usher in the festive season or the holiday season or the Christmas season or whatever you want to call it, right? So there's 10 movies. Now, since we're kind of having fun with that topic a little bit, and when we get to that place in the show, I want you to call in or or write in the text, what movies, what holiday movies do you enjoy the most? Or get you into the spirit. Now, this list, which is kind of interesting, doesn't go back to any of the real old movies. Real old movies. Okay, so it's small it's all very current but if you have some older movies one of my favorites is on here one of my classic favorites is on here and so when i go through the list you might want to jot these down and go oh maybe netflix or maybe i can rent the movie some other place or amazon or something i can actually watch this movie because i haven't seen this movie in forever and it's a good feel good christmas movie for the most part holiday movie christmas movie whatever you want to call it right so we'll talk about that. Then we'll talk about how how to get what you want or how to get past how, I guess. Getting past how is really what it is. Okay, so let me have my spirit guides talk to you about the how part. Okay? And, and then we'll do that. And so we'll, I'll go under and let them talk to you for a minute about the how part. And then we'll go from there. I get people texting me, asking me questions about the subject, so. Okay, so let me let my spirit guys talk to you, and then we'll get into back more about the articles people asking me questions, which I told them to wait, wait till later. Okay, so I'm going to go under, let them talk to you about the how part, if they want to talk to you about that, or whatever they want to talk to you about. I have no idea. Sometimes they go off on a whole different tangent, and Sarah group, it's a group of spiritual teachers, and they come in, Okay. Well, many blessings to all of you. You've entered into a very interesting time of the year for most people, a time of the year where you've been celebrating for millennials of time for the changes of the seasons and the moving from the darkness of the winter into the light of a new year. So we, we offer many blessings to you that as you celebrate the season, whatever religious faith you may practice, that you take into account the idea of helping others, reaching out beyond yourself and your immediate family and assisting others in your neighborhood, volunteering, doing little things. George has friends who every year they offer a Christmas meal with people and, and volunteer to be part of a kitchen and serving homeless people or people who live in a shelter. So think about that this year. Think about not just Thanksgiving, but the whole season and what you can do to help other people, what you can extend yourself to a little bit more beyond yourself and your immediate family and your immediate friends to so you can spread, what, well, what you commonly call holiday cheer to others. And it can be very simple things just helping somebody in very simple ways, helping a neighbor, helping somebody trim their Christmas tree, or put up lights or decorations, or whatever it is, just take them shopping and drive them to the mall that they need to drive, and, you know, parking spaces can be difficult for you people at this time of the year, so just doing little things to assist other people in your daily activities. That will bring you a great deal of joy and a sense of satisfaction during this this season. And it's a season we encourage you to celebrate life, celebrate the rebirth of life and the birth of. Now, that's why people like to put Jesus into this time of the year, because it's a celebration of birth. It's a celebration of new. It's a celebration of something in the future that will be greater than what you have now. When you think about the end of the year and the end of the cycles and the rebirth of a new year, but the rebirth of light upon the earth, the new season, spring is not far away, there's you know, much to be done. So if you go back in the millennial of time, people would take this time of year to show appreciation, appreciation for what they had in the past, what they stored, what they prepared for the winter season to have to get them through the most difficult time of the year so they appreciate the good harvest, they appreciate their neighbors, they appreciate all of these things. Now, your situations have changed, but you still have a time to celebrate and appreciate others, and that's so important. So what we encourage you to do to, to do that, to, to appreciate others, to show appreciation and gratitude for other people by offering. Okay, now George wanted us to talk about the how part, how to create what you want. But as we have said so many times, the how part is not your job. Action is part of your job, when you see how to do something or how something's going to happen in your life, the, the action for you comes after you have clarity on the how. The how comes from us, source, God. The how part is that door that's shown to you to open up, to go through, to create and manifest whatever you want in your life. We give you the how part and the when part, but mostly the how part. The when really has a lot more to do with you because the when part is how you seize the how part. The when part is how you seize the how part. If the how part is presented to you and you ignore it, it, you're shown clearly what to do to manifest what you want in your life and you ignore it and you push it aside and, well, no, I need something else. And that's not what I'm looking for. Then you have sabotaged the when part. You have you've put yourself in adversity to the when by d- ignoring the how. So if you're given the how, if the universe presents you the how to get something done in your life, to accomplish something, to manifest something, and you ignore it and say, well, that's not, that's not what I expected, then, then you're in control, aren't you? You're controlling the universe saying, no, that's not what I was looking for. No, that's not what I want. So you're you're trying to control the how again by denying what the universe spirit is giving you as the road to achieve whatever you want in your life. So you're better off when you get an insight, when you get an idea, when it's presented to you perhaps from an outside influence in you to do something to achieve something in your life, to reach your goals and to whatever you've been putting out to the source to manifest in your life, if you're shown the how from us, it's best to pay attention to it because that will speed up the win part because your involvement in the how, once you've been given clarity on what to do, what's the next action to be taken, then that creates the when part. For many people, the how part is just getting out of the way. Just just not paying attention to the problem anymore. Allowing solution to come to you, because solution comes, well, let's use the word miracles, in ways of miracles, in ways that you could never imagine, beyond your greatest expectation and anticipation. It's a great terminology. Beyond anything you can imagine. So when you start putting qualifiers on that and say, well, I don't think that can happen that way. No, nah, I don't see how that could ever happen that way. I don't see how in my situation that could ever happen to me. You're denying miracles. You're denying Source. Has the capacity to offer to you a solution. And so if you live in solution, and we we talk about this a lot, by living in solution, you accept the how from us, from Spirit, from Source, from God. You accept it. You allow it. And staying in solution means you enjoy life. You have fun. You're enjoying what you're doing. You Surrender to the universe, surrender for answers. You surrender control of the situation and allow it to come about. Now, this is not new. This is not new points. These are not something that's just brand new, fresh ideas. These have been around forever, as long as you've been trying to manifest something. You've been told to stay in solution and get out of the problem mode. Stop focusing on the problem. Whatever the problem is, a job or relationship, more money, a place to live. Of course, there's action on your part, but action follows when you're shown what to do. When you're given the how is when the action takes place. And then by jumping on the action, you manifest the when part because you put the whole cycle in play to manifest whatever you want. As long as you're sitting in there going, well, I don't know about that. I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure what the universe is trying to tell me. Ooh, I'm not comfortable doing that. I'm not sure I can do that. Well, let me me control the situation a little bit more. Let me control the how part a little bit more by questioning and doubting that the universe is giving me an answer. You put off the when part. So whatever is going on in your life, whatever you're trying to manifest, if it's not happening quickly enough for you, you're trying to control the when by ignoring the how that's being given to you. And the how could be just be patient. It'll come. Stop trying to control the situation. Stop trying to control the outcome. Enjoy your life. Have some fun. Go out and do things. Create. Make. Do things that feel good in your life. And that puts you back into solution mode. But worrying about it and thinking about it a lot and and fretting about it and being anxious about the outcome and how it's going to happen and when it's going to happen completely kicks you off the road to get there because it shows a lack of trust. It shows a lack of trust that there's a power greater than yourself, an energy greater than yourself that, that can oversee everything, can start to put into things into place, can start to maneuver and manipulate the planet and people around you and, and circumstances so that you can get what you want. It may take time. But your job really is to stay out of the how part is to ignore it, to stay in solution. And solution is just being ready for anything that comes to you, being prepared, being a positive vibrational, being in a positive vibrational place, being in a high-energy place, being full of love and this appreciation. You know, we talked about holiday season. Well, if you're expecting something in the holiday season you're not sure if it's going to come or not, extend yourself and help others. Do something positive in your life. And then the when part will speed up; it will come quicker. So that's what we have to say about the how and the when and all that sort of thing. And, and it's it's really your job as a human to ask, and then step aside and allow. And allow means stop, let go of control. Stay out of the how. Stay about. Stay out of control of the situation. Just ask. And allow it to happen. Now, allowing is much like what we've been talking about. We're going to go a little bit more into this word because in certain certain writings you hear about allow it to happen. Just allow it. What does that mean, allow it to happen? Allow what you want to be manifest in your life. What does that mean for you to allow? Allow means you're open to it. You don't try to control it. You don't try to do things and push hard to get something that you're not clear. Well, maybe if I try this or maybe if I try that. Without any divine inspiration, you're just going to try things, randomly do stuff to make this happen in your life, right? People do that all the time. You get frustrated because it's not happening. You, you, you continue to control. You don't allow, you control. And so allowing means just stepping aside. Enjoying your life, having some fun, doing things that feel good to you. Allow it means just I'm going to be open to it. I'm open to the universe bringing me and showing me the steps I need to take. And when I have a clear insight of what those steps are to whatever it is, health, money, relationships, whatever it is, when you have clear steps, when you're shown. And sometimes what you're shown is because it's already there. It's given it to you. You've already got it. but you're 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 anticipating something that's far off into the future. It's already there. The answers are already there. The people are already in your life. Just follow through and what you're being shown. Just do it. okay? Don't question it. Don't question once you get into the allow mode. don't question what you're getting. Just go with it. See how it feels. Run with it. If it feels good, then continue to do it. If it feels right, then you continue to do it. If you feel like, yes, this is the universe, and they're bringing me these answers, and it feels really good to be doing this, and I really enjoy being with that person where I really feel good about this new occupation. I love this new opportunity. It feels so good to do this. We got your answers? Just run with it. Don't doubt it. Don't question it. Just allow it. So we talked about allow, which is a big part of the how. Allowing is just letting it happen. Letting yourself get the answers and staying out of the way. Staying focused on what feels good. And we emphasize this over and over again. We just kind of hammer you in the heads and say, just feel good about life. Enjoy things in your life. Do things that you feel good. That's being in the state of allowing in the state of solution. It's the same thing. If you don't have an answer, if you don't have the guidance you need yet, allow it to happen by feeling good about yourself, enjoying life, doing things for other people, sharing, being generous in spirit and in, in material, and you will receive. You will be shown the how, and then you can create the when. Once you know it, once it is, once you know what to do, you can speed up the process of when rather quickly. Okay, we're going to leave you there. We're going to, that's that's a that's a good place to start the show. George has some articles related to the subject. But I guess we would want you to take with you the thought of allowing. What it means to allow the universe, source, God to bring to you what you want. Allow means you step out of the way, you let go of control, you get into a good feeling place, and you work in solution mode, which is the allowing mode, and it will happen for you. Thank you for listening. Bye. Okay, I'm back, uh, I think. I don't know. We're get into an article or two. I'm kind of like... Okay, I'm back. I know, it's like, ugh. Yeah, they they took me pretty deep that time, and I hope they enjoyed the discussion they talked about being in the allowing mode. Right? Sometimes it's so hard to be in allowing. Okay, so we're going to move into the show, and we're going to talk about some articles about the allowing. (sighs) Okay. Okay. So, what does it mean? Where am I? Where am I? And we'll talk about movies. We'll talk about Christmas movies. Okay? We'll talk about movies that bring joy to your heart this time of year. I guess the first one that comes to my mind is It's a Wonderful Life, right? That's an older movie. There's older ones. There's the Christmas story. You know, the one about the, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, right? Okay, I'm just trying to come back into my consciousness so I can move on with the show. And we can do that. And then we'll get into the articles. And I got somebody wants to join the show, so that's cool. And the first article I have is on... Well, they, both of them are on this whole thing about manifesting and allowing and all that sort of thing. Okay. Article number 1. Let's just go through these 9 tips to release control and trust the universe. And this is from the the Chopra Center Deepak Chopra. And the article was Leo Carver, which I don't know Leo. Okay. We'll go. Leo Carver, certified instructor, Perfect Health, and his wife, Dr. Melissa Carver, make up the core of Holistic Life Sciences, serving the as a Chopra Center certified Perfect Life lifestyle instructor, life coach, Ayurvedic consultant. Oh wow! Sounds like fun, huh? Okay, so we won't read the rest of his background, but we'll get into it, and we'll talk about nine tips to release control and trust the universe. Now, if you didn't hear the first part of the show, go back and to listen to what my spirit guides had to say about this whole subject. They talked a lot about allowing. Okay, first step, and there's a bunch of opening articles, but I just jumped down here into the meat of the whole thing. The meat of it is embrace helplessness. That sounds kind of negative, right? Helpless. I can't be helpless. I gotta stay in control, always, right? I always have to be in control. No, stop it. Many people are looking to develop a sense of empowerment. Not it's opposite. Those moments of helplessness can actually rich are actually rich with potential. Sometimes when you're at your most desperate, you shine the brightest because in those moments you rewrite. You have arrived at a point of surrender. Ooh, That's good. I like that word surrender there. This occurs when you realize that whatever you're up against is too big to face alone. Now, that kind of really ties into what we're talking about, letting go, right, allowing. You realize, I don't have an answer. I've done, I've cooked, I have no clue how this is going to come about, how I'm going to meet that person, how I'm going to get that job. I have no clue. And that's when you call a psychic, right? Oh, when is this going to happen? How am I going to get a job and a girlfriend, right? Oh, Well what does it say here? Now, this is a good idea. This occurs when you realize whatever you're up against is too big to face alone. I get those calls all the time. But when you come to this Conclusion voluntarily by asking, allowing, you're no you're no longer helpless. You are embracing this truth from an empowerment viewpoint, not as a victim. As a vibrational, big and vibrational difference there, right? They're talking about here. From an empowerment point of view, high vibration, good vibration, right? Victim, low vibration, down way down there in the vibration level. Not an inspired vibration. Okay, so it is when that you consciously draw on the greatest force there is, simply by letting go of the struggle and asking. So call it source energy, call it God, call it spirit. So asking, now, you know the asking part. You ask all the time. You pray all the time, right? Oh, I want this in my life. I really, oh God, help me. But as the article is saying, do it from a place of empowerment that I'm connecting to a source greater than myself It's going to make this happen. I'm just going to listen now. I'm just going to get out of the way. Kind of goes along with what we're talking about, right? Next point they're making here, my friend here, Leo, is saying is tune into the big word, key word here, giant word, a magnificent word, Love. Tune into love. Isn't that a beautiful word? Love is the force that moves the entire universe. In order to tap into love, it's crucial to understand how love works. Most of us think we know how love works. (laughs) We fall in love and it feels so good, right? Okay. Love is grace. Not gracie, but grace, okay? Love is helping. Ooh. Love is caring and sharing. These seem to be very unselfish qualities so far, right? It's love is putting it out to somebody else. right? Love is disciplining when destructive behavior behaviors arises. Love is tolerance and understanding is so much more than emotion, and it has always and it is always there if you tap into it love is compassion love is kindness love is forgiveness that's what spirits always they give me these lists of things what love is and it's pretty much close to what they're saying here love is kindness love is forgiveness love is compassion love is generosity of spirit love is appreciation love is joy boom done tune into those qualities right tune into that okay moving right along with the article because this is yeah Become a loving influence to all whom you encounter. Isn't that a cool idea? Isn't that a beautiful idea? How do you do that? Well, by prioritizing love in your life, you will attract more of it for yourself and from the universe. Practice this and watch your life fall in line without any perceived control of input from you, only loving intentions. Okay, so we'll go back to that one point they made here. Become a loving influence to all whom you encounter. Say a kind word. Smile. Help somebody. Do little things for people. Open the door for them. Uh, stop being so self-contained around people. Smile more. Laugh more. Enjoy yourself. Um, share things with people. Offer them stuff. Just, just be love. Be forgiveness. If somebody does something that's really strange, you will forgive them. You know, I forgive them. They're human. I understand. We all, we all do quirkiness in the world today. It seems that forgiveness is kind of left out of the play, isn't it? We don't forgive these people. Can we forgive these people? Do they seek our forgiveness? Okay. Release what you cannot hold. Ooh, that's a good point, isn't it? Release what you cannot hold. I'm gonna check back and see if anybody wants to talk to me. I got all wrapped up in this article and. Let spirit comment on the article as we go through it. So let's go. Most of us live in a state of reaction. Your sense of control relates to how much of a handle on things you have, you think you have. Isn't that a beautiful that? But you have control of everything in my life, you know. little thing happens and you go, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> The old uh uh-oh. You probably already know that a self-deceiving concept that this is. What is control? It is really how well or fast one is able to react to what we can't control. Now, that's an interesting statement, isn't it? Let's let's do that. Is, Is it really how well or how fast one is able to react to what we can't control. Enlightened follows once you release this sense of control, according to some ancient wisdom traditions. You, okay, enlightenment follows once you let go of control. Go back over that a little bit. You truly don't know what will happen in the next five minutes of your life. Do you really, do you really know what's going to happen in the next hour? Can you really – that's why you call a psychic. What's going to happen in two hours from now? What's going to happen tomorrow, right? is it more fun to be on that adventure? Oh, some people go, no, I think I want to know. <laughs> I want to know what's going to happen tomorrow. Okay, but you really don't know. Again, people can tell you, but you really don't know. And most of the time you go, yeah, all right, sure. I don't think so. <laughs> as part of your growth process, try to learn to relax to let go of your control. While you may be in control of yourself on some levels, your life is not meant to be micromanaged. What do you think? If you like to micromanage your life? Allow yourself to experience, experience with wonderment. Let yourself be bewildered by the unknown. I think that's one of my big issues is as is the... Uh, Be wonderment of the unknown. You know, I don't know why I got that attitude that I need to know, I need to know, right? You may find that the unknown is more favorable than the tight hold on life. You already know that what you know. Why not experience something new and potentially? Beneficial. Isn't that true about people? We repeat patterns over and over again because this is our known. We know this, even though it's not helping me. I'm going to eat that pizza every day because I know pizza and I like pizza, but I'm going to eat pizza every day, and that's my only thing I'm ever going to eat is pizza. That's something you know. Well, why don't you try a salad? (laughs) No, because I don't know salads, I know pizza. Follow me so far. I think that's kind of an interesting thing. We have to kind of experiment kind of be open to change you know like spirit said you know you want you want to know how something's going to come about you have to allow those doors you have to allow salads to come into your life instead of pizza okay observe nature next point Ta-da! i think i cover that whole point right Yep, I did. Close enough. Jesus is quoted as saying, consider how the lilies of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon, his glory adored like, like, adored like one of them. One can use this wisdom as yet another lesson to learn from nature. But it's also a lesson in trust, isn't it? You know, yeah, it's also a lesson in trust. That if Source, God, can provide the flowers and provide for them and their growth, why can't the universe provide for you? Right? Why can't it provide for you? Look at how bountiful and giving nature really is. Observe the beauty and synchronicity of it all. As much as you feel like you stranger there, here, you and your life are no accident. This entire universe is conspired to give you experience. That's an interesting thought, that everything was created for you, us, people, humans. This planet was created for us to live on and to thrive and to enjoy, as long as we don't screw it up. <laughs> as long as, as caretakers of the planet, we're not screwing up the planet. We we put it out of balance, don't we? I, I know this is a little off topic, but it's just a really important topic to me, is that part of our job is to... Work with nature and not stop trying to alter nature, alter altering the things that fell into place, the systems that came about and evolved over millions of years. We suddenly want to alter that, change things, right? Okay, moving right along. Okay, I get it. We won't go there. That's what this show is not about. This entire universe has conspired to give you experience. This force is in and around you always because you are part of this universe too. Try to see yourself as the part of the works instead of an outside observer. Try to see yourself as part of the system that functions and what your role is in this system, this Ecological system that we live in, what is our job? It's to contribute to it and not take away from it. it? Don't you agree with that? It's to contribute to the system and not take away from it. It's to enhance the system and the evolution and the growth of the planet and the, the balance of the planet. It's our job to be part of that and not destruct it, not be a destructive influence on the planet. Okay, enough of that. Show gratitude. When you, share, when you express gratitude, the world will naturally soften and brighten up for you. There is something powerful about being authentically thankful to the universe when this is in turn inward and it can be transcendent. Be thankful for the small graces that pop up in your life. These are the signs that you are supported. The more gratitude you show, the more your life will open up to this kind of relationship with the universe, and trust will develop gratitude appreciation for the little things in your life the people that come into your life the food you have you know just going through a a litany of things to be grateful for right like my pets my dog my cat what look for the little things in your life to appreciate nature flowers i live in southern california Green trees at this time of the year, right? Everything has been kind of altered, and our weather has been really odd. But I guess you can show appreciation for the warmer weather, even though you would like to have autumn at times. Okay, the next point Uh oh, we got about three more points, four more points, a bunch of more points, right? Now we'll just go through these and we'll see what anybody wants to talk to me. Any questions from Spirit? any questions for ancestors so we'll go to the next few points i want to set some time aside for although i'll skip a couple points because i'm going to leave some time open for movies 10 movies and if you have any ideas for holiday movies please call in are we prepared to comment in the chat room of your favorite holiday movies that you would like to share that you feel that would be uplifting to other people right Listen to your intuition is the next point. Your intuition is your inner guidance system for your life, since it comes from a higher, more subtle part of your consciousness that is often ignored, unheard, and misinterpreted. This part of your being is found in the silence of meditation and deep sleep. While awake, you may hear it in its quiet spaces of your mind or doing brief moments of awareness. The importance of intuition cannot be overstated. This guidance comes from within the soul. It is directly linked to the rest of the universe. Big point, important point. right? We'll underline that one a little bit. We'll underline it. This guidance comes from within the soul and is directly linked to the rest of the universe. It's directly connected to source. Your higher self, your soul, is directly connected to source. And if you can get to that connection, that intuitive connection that the connection with your soul you're connecting to source you're you're making it easier to learn how by doing that hmm, the how part how well, get there, get to that connection right listen to it. Just as your mind is adept at maneuvering through your task, so the soul at navigating the higher, more significant planes of life. This is the conversation within that leads to living a life of universal trust and love. Okay, next point. I'm going to save some time. Oh, I have time, so we can go through these. I have time for the other thing. Movies. We'll try to send the last 10 minutes of the show on that if you want to call in. If you have any favorite holiday movies that you want to share, do it in the chat room. If you want to call in, we can do that. Acknowledging life's grace. Each person has known suffering of some kind. Sometimes you may tend to focus more on the negatives than the grace that life bestows on you. Try to understand that attention to the negative is what drives your inner soul inner control freak. Uh, If you're seeking to build a relationship uh, of trust with the universe, try to spend time focusing on how good it is to you. So it's looking for the positive, really, you know, looking for those little miracles in life, being open to those, not focusing on the negative in your world, right? That's what they're trying to tell you here. This practice is more than gratitude. It's redirecting a perception. No matter what annoy, annoyances or even serious issues you may face, there's always an element of grace involved. What is it? The, the, the silver lining in the clouds. You know, from every rainfall comes a flower, right? Looking at the positive, the other side of the coin, right? The, the bright, shiny side of the coin. Okay, so finishing everything from the air that fills your lungs to family, work, friends, are meant as a blessing from the universe. All aspects of your life experience can be fulfilling and blessed if you choose to see them as such. Isn't that a cute, cool point? A very important. If you choose to see them as such... You go around with a little black cloud over your head all day long going, oh, the world is a horrible place. and Oh, look at that. Look at the president. Look at the prime minister. Look at this person. Look at that person. Look at the bright side. You know, in the Abraham teaching, it talks about contrast. Well, the contrast is seeing something going, eh, I don't like that. I want to move over here and stuff like this. So let me finish the rest of this article. Take some time to notice how beautiful the sunlight is coming into your living space. Appreciate that the random warm smile from a stranger as you wait in line. Take time to fully appreciate the delicious meal you have, chewing fully and tasting with awareness. Isn't that a beautiful thought? How many of you guys just gobbled out our food, blah, 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 blah. You don't really appreciate the food. Appreciate the work that went into making the food. I mean, if you didn't prepare it yourself, you didn't grow it yourself, you got it from somewhere. Appreciate that. These small and often unnoticed occurrences are the universe showing you kindness and love. And that builds trust. If you appreciate that the universe is offering these things and giving you these things and based on kindness and love, what does it do? It creates your trust in the universe that if I got these things, I can get more, right? I got this, I can get more. Pay attention to how even the tiniest things may go your way or fall in place just for you in order to let go of your preoccupation with control. We're back to the word control again. Let it go, okay? You ever do the car park thing where you're driving and you've got to find a parking spot? And you just let go and say, okay, okay, show me a parking spot. I'll, I really need to find a parking spot. Show it to me. I'm open. I'm going to allow it. I'm not going to fret and fuss over it. I'm just going to allow you to open up a beautiful new parking spot for me. That was me opening the blind so I get some more fresh air in. Okay. Yes. So do that. In order to let go of your preoccupation with control, you allow yourself to feel the safety of the universe's intention towards you. It's like falling backwards into the arms of the universe or source or God. Just falling backwards, just trusting. You know, do that trust exercise. Fall backwards like you're falling on the bed. And just fall. And know that there's something that's going to catch you It's source energy. Though... There may be unkind elements to life in general. It's extremely benign to you. Tune yourself into this awareness and have more of it show up in your life. You know, you see tragedies in the world. You see killings. You see mass killings. You see all this and that. And it's, it's disgusting. And, and it's something that you don't want in your life. But the likelihood is very little and you, if you start thinking in terms of everybody's negative and all these people are horrible and the world is a horrible place, that's the world you're going to see. But if you can see that as a rare occurrence, a rarity in the world, but that actually most people are really good and they're busy and they're doing their lives and they have their families and, you know, most of the world is a good place. That's what you're going to see. Okay, next point. Let me check the time on here. I always to check backwards. Check back. Check backwards. No, we're not going backwards. We're going forward, right? Seek oneness, looking to the unifying principles of your life for the truth of who you really are. Build awareness of yourself as being having an experience. Your outer life, with its actors, dramas, and props, is just as much as you as your innermost thoughts. You are an all-encompassing experience. You're interconnected to all these people that come into your life. They're all in your play, right? You've created this beautiful, magnificent play called your life, and you've asked all these people to come into your life. You go, no, I didn't. Yes, you did. (laughs) No, I didn't. Yes, you did. In the non-physical world, you ask these people to come into your life, to play a part in your life. Accept that. Take your real interest in who you are what you do, how you live your health, family, work. and work. This is not meant for the sake of manipulating, analyzing, or taking change, taking change, charge of these parts of your life. The intention is massive enjoyment and steady. When, when you see these people in your life, you go, hmm, why did they come in my life? Well, it's all part of a plan that you set in motion. It's all part of your play. Now you rewrite your play as you're going. I believe you do that. I believe that you're writing your play. You re- oh no, no, play this part now. Okay, play this part. Okay, let's let's rewrite your script a little bit, and let's let's do it with a really positive energy because uh, I don't like that negative energy, right? So you're rewriting and you're bringing new players into your play that have a positive energy. Okay, so that last point: you fear and control seeking arise from concern about the unknown. You fear. And controls seeking arise from the concern about the unknown. Engage the world more so that you are more comfortable. This can be said of your some people keep sending me things. Okay. This can be said of your personal life experience as well as a larger global picture. Try looking at life as well as yourself from different perspectives and embrace it all. This powerful act can bring harmony and trust to your awareness. And it will release your desire to control everything. So the main point of this whole article is just let go. Like Spirit said, let go of control. Allow the universe to bring to you what you want. Okay, so I have a few minutes left, and there's another article that we could go on into. But I wanted to spend a few minutes on the holiday season and some of the movies that they suggest. And if you have any, I would love to hear from you folks, because... I love people calling in and talking about things that feel good. Like to hear some feel good stuff, right? Good old feel good stuff versus oh, I got a problem today. No, okay. So, how, number one on the list. I mean, this is not in priority importance. They put this as number one, but in your list it could be number twenty-seven or forty or whatever. Home Alone, the Home Alone series. Don't you love the first one? <laughs> Kevin McCallister is always left behind as the family embarks on a holiday trip. He has to fend off the burglary using ridiculously funny tricks and pranks. Now, you know about this movie, right? The Home Alone series is an all-time classic that has been loved enough through time. Great for watching as a family and is bound to get you ready for Christmas. Indulge in the best Christmas classic movie of all time. Now, I wouldn't put it number one on the list. I don't know how you rate it, but it was a good movie. It was fun. It was fun getting into the holiday season, right? Number two on their list. And I'm not putting these in their priority. I'm not saying that this is number two on the great list of movies. But Love Actually, the ultimate romantic comedy. It's British. It's a very British movie, okay? Okay? A classic Christmas romantic comedy. Love actually explores the lives of David, a newly elected prime minister, UK prime minister, who falls over heels for his junior staffer. This movie brings together nine intertwined stories that evolve around one thing. Love, yes, love. Another classic holiday romantic comedy that's full of love throughout the movie. Perfect for couples wanting a nice snuggle at home under the blankets or some hot chocolate. Okay, so watch the best of British Christmas classics. So you got a whole list here. So hang on to this list and write them down. Number three, Four Christmases, 2008. It didn't say the year. Oh, 2003, Love Actually. And, and, you know, time goes by so quickly you realize – my goodness, this came out in 2003. This next one came out in 2008, Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. This is a great comedy that makes light of what's like to spend Christmas with family. It's all about starts an unmarried couple, Kate and Brad, who, falls to go to their, who fails to go to their exotic vacation and have to spend Christmas milling around the quartet of family get-togethers. You ever been faced with that thing, you know, Christmas? Oh, I got this family to go to and that family to. Oh, I got to visit that uncle. I never like going to that uncle during Christmas, right? So what do you think about that? So it's kind of fun, right? Fun movie, a Christmas story. Now this is the classic. I love this movie every year. Every Christmas, this comes out. A Christmas story, and this is about the BB gun, right? The Christmas story is off the hook. Christmas film. It walks you through the winter month adventures of Ralphie Parker who spends most of his winter times dreaming of his ideal Christmas gift, Red Rider, Air Rifle, and Dodging a Bull. Or a bully. I think they meant bully. Okay, right? Okay, Christmas movie, great movie. The Christmas I guess they're gonna do a live version of that on one of the major networks this year in America. In America. A true Christmas classic, the comic effect of Ralphie Parker's holiday. My favorite movie is the sticking the tongue to the frozen pole. You ever stick your tongue to a frozen pole and get it stuck there, right? So we're having some fun today. We, we've got into the, we've passed the serious stuff for a while. The last few minutes are about our favorite Christmas movies. I've presented a few so far. I'm going to get to the list. There's 10 of them here. Now, you have some other ones if you're in the chat room or if you want to call in. I'd love to hear your favorite Christmas story or mo- Christmas movie, I mean. Now, these are relatively new. There's some other ones that go way back, right? In the Wayback Machine. We're going to go to the Wayback Machine today. Most of these aren't in the Wayback Machine. 2003 again, Elf Will Ferrell. Right. I don't know. That it's an interesting movie. I've never really gotten into it, but they say it's a Christmas classic. Okay, Buddy was was transported to the North Pole as a baby, raised to adulthood among Santa's elves. Unable to fit in, the grown-up Buddy goes to New York City in the elf's uniform, looking for genuine genuine father, and the, the humorous adventure begins. Oh, if you're into something that's kind of goofy, silly, but also has a nice heart, boom, done, Christmas story. So, Elf, put it on your list. I guess on Netflix. They can look a lot of these up on Netflix and see if they have them this time of year, right? It's available on iTunes. <laughs> oh, a lot of these are available on iTunes. I don't know why I got iTunes so much. Okay, so you can, you can rent them iTunes, on iTunes, right, and watch them. I wonder if Amazon has them, too. Okay, next one. Family Stone. I'm I'm kind of bopping around here a little bit. Family Stone. A lot of people have ever heard of this one. It's number six on their list. An uptight conservative businesswoman accompanies her boyfriend to his eccentric and outgoing family's an Christmas celebration and meets his bohemian Connecticut family at Christmas. Isn't that kind of fun? Uh, Who's in this? Claire Danes and Diane Keaton and Rachel McAdams and Dermot McRooney and Craig Craig T. Nelson and Sarah Jessica Parker. (laughs) I can't talk. And Luke Wilson. So that's the cast of characters. They haven't seen it. The Family Stone, 2005. Although in danger of being unable to decide what type of movie it wants to be, a well-written script and well-judged performance make this a family outing worth taking, one reviewer said. So think about it. Okay, the next one, a little bit off the subject, a little bit, you know, a little darker side of Christmas, The Nightmare Before Christmas, 1993. Yes. Anybody ever seen this one? The Nightmare Before Christmas. The movie entails the misadventures of Halloween Town's beloved King Pumpkin Jack Skellington. He's bored and doing the same thing each year, scaring people in the real world. He stumbles upon Christmas Town, where he kidnaps Santa Claus in a bid to control the holiday. This is a Tim Burton movie. It's kind of different. But think about it. If you want a little different way of going... It's like Christmas. It's a mashup, Halloween Christmas in a new and scary way. Ooh, new and scary. That's, that sounds different, right? Okay, okay. number one on my list, every year we do this, family. Even if my family's not together, we do this. We watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. If you haven't seen it, you got to watch it. I probably have seen this movie 30 times. I can recite a lot of the movies. So it's like number one on my list of every year. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I also like to watch Scrooge every year, and that's not on the list here, (sighs) really, with um, Bill Murray, Scrooge. It's a takeoff on, you know, the three ghosts of Christmas and blah, blah, blah. So if you get a chance, look that up. It's not on the list, but we won't get into Christmas Vacation. Because if you haven't watched it, you need to watch it. And you need to listen carefully to the wordage because it's a really cool movie. Next one's Holiday from 2006. Two women, Kate from Britain and Cameron Diaz from America, swap homes during the Christmas because of bad breakups. Luckily, they both find romances with local men. Ooh. Who else is it? Jack Black, Jude Law, Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslet, The Holiday. Think about it. Okay, next one. Uh, it's a new one. It's relatively new, and I don't think I've ever watched it or all the way through. Called the Office Christmas Party. This is a modern day Office Christmas party gone wrong. Wish your Office Christmas Office parties were as crazy as this. Think again. Watch Office Christmas Party today. Uh, there's a trailer for it. Um, Office Christmas. I wonder if I can find that on Netflix this year. Look for it or Amazon or wherever you're going to look for it. Look for this stuff, right? So have some fun. That's what this show is about is having, making you feel better. So what what are your movies? Okay. Nobody commented. Nobody called in. Nobody wanted to share a thought on what's your favorite. So if, if you're able to, I'll be back on Monday. Maybe we can talk about this. Or you can write me. Oh, if you want a session with my spirit guides, if you want them to answer your questions and help you to manifest whatever you want in your life, look at the episode information, and you'll see my website, which I'm trying to work on modifying and changing somewhat, make it more of a blog site, because that's my goal, is to do daily short blogs on spiritual subjects. My email's address is there, and my phone number. So there's... There, there, There's a price there. So if you want my spirit guides to give you some information of whatever's going on in your life and whatever you need assistance and what you might need to make the how part work in your life, contact me because I'd love to channel for you. I'd love to let them talk to you directly and share with you some insights from a higher perspective, from a higher energy perspective from a higher vibrational perspective, okay? So that's that's it for the show today. We've had some fun. We've talked about some, so many other Christmas movies. I'm trying to think of any other movies. It's a Wonderful Life, of course, right? Miracle on 35th Street, I think, or whatever street that is. There's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them. What, what are your favorites? Come on, let me know about it sometime. Let me know and share with other people what your favorite Christmas movies are, holiday movies, whatever they might be, right? And we can do that. We can talk more about this. This is fun stuff. So have a beautiful weekend. Hopefully you had a great Thanksgiving, for those who participate in Thanksgiving. You didn't eat too much. I have leftovers. I'm sure you have leftovers. Mine's more of a vegan, tofurky kind of thing, but it's fun. So I love you guys. Really want your participation in the show, getting involved in whatever topic. And let's talk soon. Love you. Bye.